Waiting, an oral advent calendar, November 28th. A reflection by the Reverend Shannon McCauley, Canon for Cathedral Life at Trinity Cathedral in Portland, Oregon, for the first Sunday of Advent. There are so many beautiful, iconic pictures of Mary that show up this time of year. You know, the matte-finished icons and the foiled Christmas cards wishing people good tidings of great joy. Mary, pregnant, glowing. Mary and Elizabeth embracing with joy. A silhouette of Mary and Joseph in a donkey against a darkening skyline as they journey to Bethlehem. It's lovely. It's serene and romantic. It feels like the quiet waiting that I always think Advent should be. I had my three sons in December and January, so I spent three Advent seasons at the giant, unwieldy, uncomfortable part of pregnancy. By that last month, my babies were pushing up on everything. It was hard to breathe because there wasn't room for my lungs to fill, hard to get up or sit down, hard to sleep, so much urgency and so much waiting. But also, month by month, I got to know them their names and their sleep cycles, and how often they kicked. I couldn't wait to meet them, even as I was a little scared of labor and delivery. Amid the excitement and discomfort, I did not feel beatific. With my second and third, my facial expression must have told some crazy story because every time I so much as sighed, people would jump up with phone in hand like I was going to have the baby in the next 10 minutes. I had jury duty with my third son, and there was one time we were sitting around a table. The man who was opposite me watched with wide-eyed and hawk intensity. I don't even know if he sat down fully in his chair that day. He looked so panicked that I was about to need a breathing partner. As I stretched, uncomfortable, with another human being growing inside me, I wondered, was Mary really so serene? Didn't her back hurt? Was she tired all the time? Did Mary have really bad heartburn too? In a way, I don't know if I want to know the real story. Hymns about Mary's swollen feet don't have quite the same beauty that the Magnificat has. In a world where everything feels so complicated and crazy, I kind of want Mary to be above humanity. Disencumbered from the realities of sciatica and the inexplicable instinct to nest, I even sometimes want to ignore the danger she was in as an unmarried pregnant girl in the ancient world. I want the quiet perfection of my nativity set, not the real story of what it was like to have a baby far from home without your mother and your aunties to help. Part of me needs that fairy tale story. This weekend, the Thanksgiving restraint on secular culture has been cast aside And every display at Fred Meyer is green and red and gold. Most of us are now receiving hourly emails from Walmart and Target, from Amazon and Costco about sales and lightning deals that will make your house look perfect for the holidays. Christmas Carol Muzak, supply chains, inflation, a shortage of Christmas trees, Christmas parties, travel, COVID— The world feels saturated in Christmas. I'm excited about all of it, but I'm not sure where the balance lies between excitement and anxiety. I love all the things, 
the tree, picking the perfect gifts, making reindeer snack, finding stocking stuffers, making and sending Christmas cards, wedging time in for sewing and knitting so that I can give handmade gifts, figuring out how to spend time with friends and family. I really do love it all, and I'm already stressed about making it all happen. Meanwhile, in the church, Advent starts today. Benedictine nun Joan Chittister writes that because Advent has been lost somewhere between the Thanksgiving turkey and the pre-Christmas sales, we have lost one of the richest seasons of the year. She urges us to reclaim Advent. Every year I intend to be devoted to a holy and quiet Advent. And by the third day, when I have forgotten the kids' calendar for the first two days already, The idea is shoved back into the ornament box to be dug out again next November. But I wonder if my aspirations for a quiet, pure, devoted, meditative Advent are beyond success because I am hoping for a season that even the first one wasn't. The first year when Mary, swollen, tired, hormonal, real, brought God into this world not in a sweet, perfect, calm scene but in the real one that doesn't make good Christmas cards? I think it is possible in the midst of this all-consuming secular season to keep a holy Advent, but that I keep missing it because I'm so attached to what I think it should be that I give up on what could be. So this year, I'm trying something different, and I hope that it will be meaningful for you too. We have invited a diverse group of aural artists interfaith clergy, musicians, poets, authors, to help us reflect on this season of waiting in the midst of a pandemic of waiting. Trinity Cathedral will release episodes that will be five to ten minutes every day between now and Christmas, a podcast advent calendar. I hope that these little anchors frame or maybe reclaim the season of advent, even if you and I are tuning in between Christmas errands. I hope that what we are able to share in is a few minutes each day to wait and pray, to take a breath, so that when Christmas Day actually comes, we have prepared our hearts and souls as much as our homes. May the holiness of Advent find us where we are and guide us to Christmas. Waiting is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. To learn more, visit trinity-episcopal.org. Thank you.